This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Once again, folks, it's that time of the month. The February jobs report 2023 has come out. And as always, we talk with our dear friend, the chief economist at the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, our dear friend Chad Stone, all about it. Chad, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. I know you are. I'm fine. I know you're on cloud. Chad is a Swarthmore alum, ladies and gentlemen, and they are in the Division Three Final Four. They play this weekend. Congratulations. You must be feeling great. Yeah, I did a lot to make that happen. You did. <laughs> yeah, I, at five seven. <laughs> when you went, did you play? Did you play ball when you were in school? I played lacrosse. Played lacrosse. Okay. Okay. I'd never seen it before I got there, but um, you know, small and quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's great. You must be feeling great. So, who are they playing this weekend? Do we know? Um, Yes, every Division of Three school you've never heard of, but th- this this one is um, Christopher Newport, which is a which is a public uh, is a part of the University of Virginia system. Okay, 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 yeah. So they and they have a bracket too, folks. So you can check out the the bracket and 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 follow along there uh, and see what happens. So uh, congratulations, man. I know you're feeling. Uh, yeah. Wonderful about that. And if my history is any good, they'll come in second, like the Eagles and the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope they do even better than that. Me too. Um, the other good news is um, this was a good jobs report for the month of February. First of all, let's go back though, because we always talk about revisions. Any any significant revisions to January? Um, the, re- the revisions were not significant. January was a very high number. Uh, it was like 511 as originally announced down to 504 as a result of some uh, some revisions. But that's still a huge number. And uh, I, 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 th- I think a lot of us thought that it might be revised down more, but it, but it wasn't. So, so, no, that's a good thing. And so when we look at, at what's happening in what happened in February, not 500,000, but 311,000, that's still a good number. So it's it's a good it's a good it's a good number. When we talk about the Fed, we can talk about whether whether it's good in some big broad sense of what the Fed's looking for. But um, it's definitely definitely solid job creation. It was it was about a hundred thousand more than people were expecting. Uh, so it was another one that was was way better than, than folks were talking about in terms of the number of jobs created. And these are these are jobs on employers' payrolls. They're, it's not a lot of people, but. That's right. And unemployment went up again, folks. This is a tricky thing about how it works. Unemployment went up because more people are reentering the labor force looking for work, which kind of, you know, it's kind of counterintuitive. Oh, unemployment is going up. Well, it, it is. But that's because more people are in the process. And, and that that's not a bad thing. Right. Right. So the unemployment rate ticked up from from a very low 3.4 in January, which is the lowest in 50 years, um, to um, 3.6. Um, but we've, many times over the years, we've talked about a, a good reason for the unemployment rate to go up or a bad reason for the unemployment rate to go up. And as, and as you said, uh, this was a good reason because people came into the labor force looking for work and they're searching for a good job, uh, the best job they can find, and they'll spend some time doing that. And while they're doing that, they're counted as unemployed. But they they've come in from not being not looking to looking and and like and 
likely to find in this in this kind of strong job market. So labor force participation rate, um, it, it wasn't a big move, but the labor, labor force participation rate um, stayed constant despite the, um, if, I, if I'm remembering my numbers right, um, and, and the share of the population with a job uh, edged up, or maybe I have that backwards. I have to look at my cheat sheet. Um, but, but, it, but in any case, yeah, the, the labor force participation rate um, did not change. Uh, the labor force participation rate went up by a tenth of a point. That's yeah. good. Yeah. The, the share of the population with a job stayed constant at a very at a at a high at a high ratio, and so um, sixty-two point five. Yeah, so it's, that's all all a good report um, from the standpoint of the labor market. The labor market is still healthy, and and the, the final thing about the labor market, um, the Fed's very worried about um, wage growth being too strong and and contributing to inflation. And we saw some easing in wage growth in a way that um, is is good from the standpoint of not getting the, the Fed upset. And we'll we'll probably talk subsequently about um, it, uh, wages adjusted for inflation. Where so we're just talking and 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 where the Fed would like to see us get is for there to be like one and a half percent real wage growth on top of two percent um, in, inflation. So so that real wages is wages adjusted for inflation. And so that we'd have three and a half percent nominal wage growth. But because inflation was beaten when when we get to that point, um, it's 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 good it's good real wage growth. It's it, people are, the people's purchasing power are going up. And the pattern has been that people in the lowest group of uh, uh, lowest level of wages, the the, the low the low earners are seeing the biggest nominal increases and therefore some some real wage increases even with inflation where it is so sorry a lot of uh, well, no, but, but let's do that now since you mentioned it. walk us through that if you would so the 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 wage tell us more about the wage growth the fed is looking for or the wage easing it's looking for and why right so, so we'll talk about where the fed wants to end up with 2% inflation rate so that the the average the average the, the, the prices that employers the prices that businesses are charging is rising at about two percent a year at an annual rate, and if um, workers' productivity, the output per hour is growing at the not not gangbusters but solid one and a half percent that it has been growing, that means that workers are becoming more productive. They're producing more stuff in an hour of work, and that means that if employers, uh, pet businesses are are raising prices by two percent, but and productivity is going up by one and a half percent, that's three and a half percent wages, three and a half percent annual rate that that employers can pay workers, and not cut into their profit margin. Because they're they're keeping it at the two percent, and, and uh, so that that's that those are stylized facts. But but where we are right now is that the Fed is aiming for two percent, and wages are growing at four and a half to five percent nominal before adjusting for inflation, and that's that's too high to be consistent with with uh, the the two percent uh, price level is the is the technical the technical story. But if if 
the Fed is successful in a real Goldilocks scenario where everything works out just right, the inflation rate will come down faster than nominal wages come down. And so real wages will go up. And the the real wages are what we care about for purchasing power. So the the 4%, when we talk about February, though, you, you mentioned th- did that kind of level off or what? Um, it came it came down a little bit. It, okay. it, had, it seemed it seemed to have been, but it, it came down a little bit, but it didn't come down as far as it ultimately has to come down. But but if it had gone up, the Fed would be freaking out. <laughs> gotcha. Or if it if it hadn't come down at all. Right. Right. So now the Fed also has other things on its mind right now, but that's a separate matter from the jobs report. <laughs> with the banking system. Yeah, of course, right. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah, that's a whole other thing. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Now, um, we mentioned folks unemployment went up. That also, it also went up, it went up in general, but went up for African-Americans, somewhat for Hispanic and Asian workers. Uh, But again, that's because, am I right, that just like white workers, black and Hispanic and Asian workers, more of them are coming back into the workforce, right? Um, uh, That's that's a piece of it for sure. And uh, for actually, the... The black unemployment rate in January hit a, I think, an historic low, and it edged up a little bit in in, in February. So it's still um, at the at the bottom of the historical range, which which has some really bad um, history. Um, so and and um, also uh, in in all of those cases, uh, for, for for white, black, Latino, and Asian, um, the unemployment rate is now very close to where it was before the, in February, 2020, before the pandemic. So we're at, we're at pretty reasonable definition of full employment. Yes. Well, but still uh, adding, adding, we'll, we'll be adding workers. Those, those folks who entered the labor force uh, will find jobs. We mentioned the labor force petition rate, labor force participation rate being at 62 and a half percent folks, but for prime age workers, Chad, uh, discloses in his tweet thread again. Follow uh, Chad CBPP for Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. Chad CBPP to to keep up with his tweet threads on this, which which are always informative. Um, labor force participation rate overall six to half percent, but for prime age workers twenty five to fifty four. Um, it rose to 83.1%, the labor force participation rate, higher 
one tenth of a percentage point higher than it was in February 2020 before the COVID recession. So we really are back to where we were. Yes. So the the, the standard labor force statistics are for the population population age 16 and over, but um, baby boomers like me, um, I happen to be working, but but there, a lot of us are retiring. And therefore, since since the participation rate is calculated to include those retirees, it's been going down slow. There's a downward trend underlying the month to month variation uh, as as more as more people move into the older wage categories where you don't have as high a participation rate. But as you say, the 25 to 54, which are considered the prime prime working years, um, that is now above where it was. It, at, in, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. And that was at a very high level historically. You also acknowledge immigration, foreign-born workers. This is uh, a compelling stat you also share with us. Yes. Um, immigration, um, obviously failing the pandemic, picked up to normal trends, has helped the labor market specifically. Foreign-born workers, have accounted for 1.9 million or 72% of the 2.6 million increase in the size of the labor force since February, 2020. That's right. And, um, one of the, one of the ways that you, what, one of, one of the problems we're hearing about what's generating inflationary pressure and, and high wages is a shortage of workers. And without, without, without that immigration, we would have a much bigger, much bigger shortage of I mean, they're they're not taking American jobs. They're at they're adding jobs that employers want to fill. Yeah. Right. Right. And if and the jobs need to be filled, and if we're not filling them, what do you do? I mean, and and obviously, uh, I mean, we'll see what happens because as we acknowledge, more people are coming back into the labor force, yeah. more workers are immigrating into the country to work, so things are looking up. No reason to think that this this trend will subside anytime soon either, is there? Um, not in terms of the desire to come to, into the country, and, and I, I doubt we're going to. I mean, if, if we try to pa- if we try to pass, well, I mean, we're not going to pass laws to to further restrict. I mean, there are people who would like to restrict immigration, but they don't understand the benefits of immigration. And and no reason to think that those who are re-entering the labor force are going to stop that either. I mean, people are going to continue. It's, it's, they will want to, they'll want to come. Weather's changing. It's spring. So people are going to be out here trying to figure out what they can do to support themselves and their families, folks. So this is, um, this is good news. We've pretty much bounced. So we can say definitively that we have bounced back from the COVID-caused recession. Yeah, for, for for all intents and purposes, that's right. Because uh, pay, payroll employment, the uh, the first number we talked about, that's now above its pre-pandemic level, and and actually back very close to what the Congressional Budget Office was predicting in its um, 2020 uh, economic outlook before the effects of COVID were even being recognized. So the so it's not just that we've got back to where we were in February 2020 but that we've grown beyond that to get back on the path that we would have been on without the pandemic. And again, 
Right. And again, folks, just be clear, unemployment is going up because more people are back out there looking for jobs. So and, and employers are creating jobs. But 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 you have to match, you know, work, workers come in and. Just just because there are more jobs available, not all of them are suitable for them. So so that's why there's a little bit of unemployment uh, job search. Chad Stone, folks, Chad CBPP, all right, Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, at Chad CBPP. Follow him on Twitter. Keep it with everything he's been writing about. And uh, root for his alma mater, Swarthmore, in the Division Three Final Four this weekend, y'all. Let's show Chad and Swarthmore some support. We always root for everybody and root for the underdogs in particular. So go yeah, Swarthmore. You and, I, uh, you and I have some disappointments in Division One. <laughs> hey. Hey, go, on and go there right now. I know. <laughs> we Georgetown has a coaching vacancy, you all. My daughter told me I should apply. I'm like, I don't do that. I said, I've never done that. And she's like, believe in yourself. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I just can't wake up tomorrow and be a brain surgeon either. So I, I, it's thoughtful of you, dear, but I, I can't do that. You're moving towards being an economist. <laughs> right, which nobody ever thought would happen. And I learned from folks, again, this part of this is, is my remedial education from what I couldn't do in college when I talked to Chad everybody. Chad, we thank you, friend. You're welcome. Sinonbudget.org, Chad CBPP, at Chad CBPP, CBPP on Twitter. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say um, um, you know, I, how much I enjoy doing this. Yeah, we've been doing this for a minute. Chad and our friends, man, we got to know each other. We've been doing this for a minute, so. Uh, we enjoy it, and I hope all of you learned something from it. Thanks again, Chad. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.